Introduction I grew up in the Ozarks of Missouri. I was born in Wisdom on Sunday, May 28, 1911, and raised in the foothills near a little town called Fairfield on the Pomme de Terre River. They named me James Melvin Scott. James was after my dad and granddad's before him. But just about everybody called me Melvin, or later, Scotty. I got a harebrained idea that maybe it might interest my family, especially my children and grandkids, if they knew something about the kind of life I had as a child and how a kid like me ended up in California. Some might say we were hillbillies. We were poor, by today's standards. So was just about everyone else in Fairfield near Warsaw. Back then, Fairfield was considered the moonshine capital of the Midwest. People made extra money from it. Missouri is a network of great rivers and magnificent streams. We grew up hunting and fishing. We didn't have much, very few kids did, but we never gave it much thought. I guess we were hillbillies after all. It was once written that an Ozark hillman, with his rabbit gun and his dog, was a Missourian through and through. To me, it's the other way around. A Missourian is a hillman. Dad and Mom, James and Cordelia Scott, were popular and well thought of in the community. I can't think of a time, nor remember Mom or Dad ever complaining about not having enough. They did what they could with what they had. Dad was always bucking for the school board. He and Uncle Halleck Love and a few other local men did a lot of campaigning and a little bit of politicking as they pushed for a two-year high school, or maybe I never would have gone to senior high. The Scots, descendants of Ireland, came from Virginia to Kentucky and from Kentucky to Missouri. We know that great-granddad Scott was born in 1776 and lived to be 71. And we know that great-grandmother Filipina Stanfield, born in 1783, lived to just 23 days shy of her 100th birthday. She was born in North Carolina, and great-grandpa Scott was born in Virginia. My grandparents were married in Cumberland County, Kentucky. Great-granddad was 27 years old, and great-grandma was a couple years younger. He went to Kentucky as a young man and bought land in Cumberland County. This was about the time that Daniel Boone left Kentucky in 1799 when Boone set out for a new wilderness and founded a home in Milan, Missouri. The making of the Boone Trail through North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, and Kentucky no doubt brought the adventurous young Scott to Kentucky. Somewhere along the trail, he met Filipina and married her. From that union, they had eleven children, two of whom would settle in the new frontier that was yet to be named and would later become the fine state of Missouri. These pioneers were searching for that vast stretch of land along the tributaries of the Osage River. Open land near a river was what they were looking for and what they discovered as they ventured on their way along the trail. Missouri was similar to their beautiful Kentucky but with the timber and bottom land to be cleared and turned into rich, productive fields. The rivers were chock full of white bass, crappie, walleye, spoonbill, and, of course, catfish for the pickings. It was a different time and era, and I would be remiss if I did not mention the following.
It is not something I am proud of, but it is a fact. I know from property titles and documents and stories from Mom that both the suitors, who were farmers, and the Scots, who had a plantation in Kentucky, once had slaves. After slavery was abolished, a woman in her forties stayed on as an employee in the household. The Scott line produced strong men. They were hardy, God-fearing, hard-working men, and the women they married came from the same tough stock. From these pioneers, in what are now Benton and Sinclair counties, you could shake a bush and out would come a Scot, the same tough, hard-working breed as their pioneering ancestors a few generations earlier. It is the beauty of the foothills of the Missouri Ozarks I remember the most when I think back on my childhood. The pristine rivers and creeks, the hills green with trees, the riverbanks peppered with rocks, the wildlife. Oh, how I wish I could describe exactly what I saw in those magnificent rolling green hills of the Ozarks and the excitement and the adventures conjured up in the imagination of a young boy on the banks of the Pomme de Terre and Osage River. It is where I spent my first years. I was educated in the Missouri hills of my youth. There was a rare balance of a God-fearing life cocooned in those hills and rivers and in the lives of the people who inhabited the Ozarks. Now, as the years quickly pass by, the memories of my brother's and sister's childhoods and my own have become more vivid to me. I want to share those early Missouri years. Most people can go back to their hometowns. I cannot. 